Yo, can you hear me, bro? Yeah, can you hear me good? Yeah. All right, bet. All right, bet, bet, bet. All right, so this uh, this episode going to go over um, the Western Conference side, the Western Conference, um, and the rankings. Uh, th- I feel like this podcast is going to definitely be a lot uh, a lot better just because we're going to have two different point of views. Um, this is my boy, Junior. I would say he probably knows more about NBA shit than I do. We're going to be honest. I don't know about that, but we both know um, a, a great amount of basketball for sure. But, yeah, definitely – Definitely excited to do this one. Um, before we get started, I do want to uh, give a uh, big shout out to everyone that listens to the first podcast. Um, you know, all the insights and, you know, I appreciate y'all. Um, but yeah. Um, so who I got number one, and it might come to surprise who I have is my number one team. And this is just, you know, it's a regular season thing, right? This is not saying, right. you know. They're the they're the team to beat in the West. I just think they're going to have a really good regular season. And who I have as my number one team is going to be the Denver Nuggets. Okay, okay. I actually have them as well. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's because they were they were so close to number one already, and that's without Jamal Murray. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And I think Aaron Gordon is going to have more chemistry with the team now since it's going to be his second season with them. Yeah. So. With the addition of Jamal Murray coming back from his injury, I feel that, especially in the regular season, they do really well in the regular season. So I feel like they they definitely have, the, in my opinion, the strongest uh, or the highest chance of getting the number one seed. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, it's funny we had the Nuggets. I really thought that, you know, the Nuggets were, was kind of far-fetched. But, I mean, yeah, same, same points. I mean um, – I really like the signing. They got a they got Jeff Green in the offseason. Um and I think that's just going to make their I mean their bench is already pretty good. Um yeah. you know, the addition of Jeff Green um stuff is going to make them a little bit better. Uh but yeah, I think that someone that I see taking another step um and he has been every single season is Michael Porter Jr., right? Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray, he's going to be injured for the first half of the season. Hopefully he comes back in the second half. But, you know, with the ACL injury that he got, it's, you know, it's probably going to be a well. Um, but what that means is that, you know, Michael Porter is going to have a bigger role uh, to play, right? Because last season, Jamal Murray, I mean, he was playing the whole season until he got hurt in April. Um, he was the, you know, number one, number two option on that team. And then, you know, uh, Michael Porter Jr. was kind of like an afterthought, right? He was a third option. Um, I mean, he – he went from nine points to 19 points per game, which is right. a crazy jump. I mean, you know, definitely one of the you know top contenders last year for most improved. And, you know, he's definitely uh, a player that I could see maybe not winning most improved. Cause I mean, unless he averages like 28, 29 points. Um, yeah. He would definitely be a 20, at least 20, 25 point per game score. I project. Cause I mean, you know, Jamar Murray's not going to be there. Right. So who's going to, you know, pick up the load. And I think he he'll be good. Um, I think Bowl Bowl. I mean that motherfucker is seven two, and he moves. He kind of moves like I don't want to say like KD because he's not there yet, but he's, right. he's definitely like an exciting prospect too. So yeah, I feel like uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Bowl Bowl is gonna get or are gonna become or do better this season for sure. MPJ usually does better every time we. Basically, after every uh, season, so. And you said Jamal Murray's coming back when? I think he's coming back the at the end of the like right before All Star, the All Star game. Yeah. Um. Well, that's what it's projected to be like around there. Um, the All Star game would be what like around January. I th- oh, yeah, I think so. February, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Okay. So I mean. Even still, they they're not gonna have Jamal Murray, but I I definitely think they'll still win a lot of games. Um, you know, Jamal were, Murray if Jamal Murray doesn't go down. They're number three, right, last season. Yeah, you they're know, only Jamal five Murray, five games behind the number one seed. So yeah, so I definitely see them taking another step forward. And you know, obviously, Jokic is just one MVP. 
I mean, he's the best center in the league. Um, so I think I think they're gonna be, I think they're gonna be really good. Right. Um, who do you have? Who do you have as your uh, number two? Um, my number two, I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking Utah, Utah Jazz. Okay. And they were number one last last season. And mm-hmm. I just feel like they're only gonna get better. And Donovan Mitchell, you know, he's taking two two like playoff exits, and he wants to get. You could tell in his in his uh, eyes every time he loses, or every time he gets sent home, like he he has like a fire in his eyes. So I think yeah. he's gonna come back super strong. And they already have great chemistry, so I'm looking for them to be a top two in regular season. That is, but but yeah, playoffs is completely different, but. Regular season wise, I I feel Utah Jazz has a second seed. What about you? So I had the um, I had the Suns as my number two, but yeah, no, I definitely could see the the Jazz uh, being the number two seed too. So what I love about Donovan Mitchell, and I know you like that because you mentioned it about him too, is just how much of a dog he is, right? How much of a competitor he is. Um, there's there's so many players in the league that you know can be very good. They have all the tools for it but they don't have the mentality, right? Like Andrew Wiggins or like, a, um, like Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they have the tools to be really fucking good. It's just they don't have that kind of drive like someone that Donovan Mitchell has. Um, you know, so I think – I don't think Donovan Mitchell – he – so I think the Nuggets can make a finals. I think the Jazz can make a finals. But if Donovan Mitchell doesn't – I don't think he's ever been in a Western Conference final, right? He's never gotten – I don't think so, no. no. He either loses in the first round or in the, in the semis. And, you know, being as competi- uh, competitive player like he is, like I'm sure that's that's not something that, you know, he, he enjoys every year, right? Being – making the playoffs but not really progressing, not having that um, progression every year. And the, the Jazz have a really good team. I mean, Rudy Gobert, multiple defensive player of the year. He's not the best, you know, offensive player, but I mean, they have they have Mitchell, they have Clarkson for like scoring, Bogdanovich, um, Joe They're, Ingles. They have a lot of depth. Yeah, Mike Conley. Yeah, Mike Conley can score you some points. Um, I don't think they're as deep as the Nuggets are, um, and don't have the same type of firepower as what the Nuggets have, right? I feel I feel like Jazz has a lot of firepower, it's just that uh, Denver has more, like... Like, like star power. Yeah, like yeah. stars in general, like superstars almost. Like, yeah, Jokic he, is a superstar, obviously. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, Jamal Murray, he, in the, like, he has games where he looks like a superstar, I mean, sometimes I, it's... I think he he's on the verge of being a superstar, right? Yeah. But I think I think what is what's limiting him is that playoff success, and that's what I that's what we saw with Trey Young. I mean, we knew Trey Young. I mean, we're Hawks fans, right? We knew Trey Young had the ability that he had, but he showed out in the playoffs, right? And then people people think of him as a superstar now, right? Um, because Very he performed sh- in the in the playoffs. Yeah, true. But Murray also uh, showed out in the bubble. Like, he was dropping 50 yeah. multiple times. I just think he has to be a little more consistent. Yeah. And then and then I'll put him as a superstar. Because right now, I don't think he's a top five point guard. Jamal Murray? Yeah, he, he's not a top five point guard. You, yeah. You, you have no, Curry, not, you have Dame. And I'd put Trey over Murray right now. So Well, I have Trey in my top five. Um, I, that might I, be a little biased, <laughs> but, like, I, I just don't – so, yeah, it's, it's debatable, but yeah, it's. I have him as five. Yeah, I have him as five too because I have. Yeah. Uh, I guess I would have Steph Curry number one, Dame, mm-hmm. um, Luca, Luca. Yeah, because I mean Luca's a point guard. Like, let's be honest, Luca's. Yeah, I have. Um, I have. That's his position. I have, I have Curry. I have Dame. I have Luca. I have Kyrie, and then I have Trey. Yeah. But uh, I feel like those five are like debatable from one to five, especially the one to four. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and you know, like I don't. I, it's definitely like we should definitely have this like topic 
as far as like best point guards in the league. Um, just because like I have a like is Steph Curry a point guard? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he, he does. You know what I mean? Like he's a he doesn't really facilitate the same way that these other guys do, right? Yeah, he's running um, around picks and shit and running yeah. out. Like, James Harden has a better uh, playmaking right. ability exactly. than, than Curry's. So does Trey. That's why I have him so high. Yeah. Um, he averaged second second highest assist, so. Yeah. But it definitely it definitely is weird now, like, what a point guard is in the NBA. It definitely has changed yeah. over the years. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I have the Suns as number two. Right, um, yeah. So that's fair because they they have a lot of depth too, and they have Chris Paul coming back. They have Booker. They have Aiton's only going to get better. Yeah, and they have a lot of young stars. So, and they just made the finals. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, as far as like, so it's as far as finals contenders because when I when I made my first podcast, I only had really two. For sure, lock-ins like for finals considering that was the Bucks and the Nets. But I think with the West, I think there's four, right? Just because I think the the West is better. I mean, there's the the Jazz, the Suns, um, the Nuggets, and of course the Lakers. But we'll get to the Lakers because I mean, it's the fucking Lakers, so you know, yeah. we get a lot of off-season stuff. But with the Suns, I mean, like you said, Aiton is still really young. Um, he's going to continue to improve. Uh, Devin Booker just had like a crazy playoff run. Uh, just played for the you know the Olympic squad and anyone who you know was playing on the Olympic squad, Zach Levine, um, Devin Booker, these uh, Keldon Johnson, these younger players, they're definitely going to benefit from that experience, right? Playing at that level, playing with other um, Olympians. So, um, I really like Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson. He, in the corner, like threes. I mean, they they just have a really solid squad. Chris, like you said, Chris Paul's coming back. They signed Cameron Payne. I really, I thought someone else is gonna, you know, sign him up. Like he's, I thought he was gonna ask for a lot of money, but they're able to sign him on a recent, uh, pretty decent deal. That's um, good for them. Yeah, because uh, Cameron Payne. I mean, he kind of he kind of evolved from a uh, uh, Westbrook's dance partner, right, and actually became an NBA player. Exactly. So. <laughs> I was really impressed with, with his performance. Yeah, he sure. uh, did really well in the playoffs. Um, and they actually got Landry Shamit, um in the offseason. That's I, a I great really, pickup. Yeah. He's a good 3 and D. Definitely um, got a good pickup there. So, yeah, I got the Suns. And then, obviously, we already touched on the Jazz. That's my number three team. Yeah, and my number three is Suns. So Yeah, we, we're we pretty really interchangeable, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty interchangeable there. Uh, who do you have as your number four? I have uh, – I actually have <laughs> – I have uh, the Lakers. Yeah, I got the Lakers too. And that's – that's because it's not – I mean, I feel like they're the team to beat in, uh, in the playoffs. For sure. But, you know, I feel like they have, they need time to, like, you know, get the chemistry and and overall, you know, get to know each other's game. Um, but they're still good enough to to make the top four, even though they're getting through that. So, especially with Melo coming off the bench, I think he's coming off the bench, and uh, he's great off the bench. And now yeah. you got AD, you got Russ, you got LeBron, you got. I think they brought back Dwight. Um, they just have a lot of depth, and and it's it's players that are more mature, and they just want they want one thing, and that's just to win and get the ring. That's why they're there. So. Uh, with that type of mindset, you know they're they're really hard to beat, especially in the playoffs. And yeah, I mean it's self-explanatory. Fortunately, it is is pretty fair in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean the reason, and I do have a question. Like you said that you had Carmelo coming off the bench. Now I do think he he has the possibility of coming off the bench. But who do you start? Because I thought Carmelo Anthony was going to start for the Lakers. Well, he hasn't started in a long time. Yeah. So I was thinking they'd use him. Off the bench, just because, like, I'm thinking of who they got off the bench. He would he would spark something off the bench, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, obviously that's that's up to the coach. But let me see who they have real quick. Let me see well, that. the the starting lineup that I project would be – now, and it's a weird thing with Anthony Davis because I think he his, 
his best position, the be- like the position he plays the best at, is the center position. Um, just because they're able to spread the floor so much when he's a center, and we saw last year that that when the Lakers were struggling was when Andre Drummond and Anthony Davis were both on the court because Andre right. Drummond was just fucking hogging up the paint and just making it just unplayable and just making it worse for the Lakers. Whereas if you got Anthony Davis as your big man, your center, you're able to spread the floor more. It's not as clogged. Uh, but Anthony Davis doesn't want to play center. Like that's his whole thing. Like he. Yeah, that's that's the that's the reason I think uh, what's his name Melo is gonna come off the bench because he plays a lot of power forward now, and they have mm-hmm. DeAndre Jordan now playing center, and they got Dwight as backup. I'm assuming with Davis playing power forward, Russ obviously is playing point guard, LeBron is playing uh small forward. So, yeah, well, I think the I think the starting lineup will be obviously Westbrook a starting point guard, uh, THT. Horton Tucker as a shooting guard, or you could have um, Malik Monk as a starting shooting guard. That was a really good pickup. Or and they also have Kendrick Nunn, Ariza. Yeah, Ariza. They have um, options for that. Yeah. So, but, but you can see they have a lot of depth. Yeah. So they got Rondo too. So yeah, Rondo as a backup point. It's um, not bad at all. But yeah, they, it's, they have a star team. They have Kent yeah. Bazemore too. Kent Bazemore, yeah. Get some good minutes. What's the um, Matthews? I mean, he's kind of garbage now, but overall, they do have a lot of depth. And the the reason I have them so low is just because I think there's just going to be a lot of load management. I mean, these players are old as fuck, right? <laughs> they're not. Yeah. They're, they they can't play. Not, I guarantee you, anyone in that, maybe with the exception of Horton, um, of Horton Tucker, no one on that starting lineup is going to play 82 games. No, it's just not going to happen. No, yeah, you're right. And they don't have as good as a team as they had last year as far as, like, um I think players... they're built more for the playoffs, though. Yeah, exactly. They're built more for the playoffs. They're built um, – whereas the team last year, I mean, you had Caruso, Pope, uh, Dennis Schroeder. And, I mean, as much as Dennis Schroeder was not the best for him, he was still solid. Um, Montrez Harold, I mean, you know, uh, Kuzma. Like they they had a better regular season team, a lot of you know younger players, um. So that's why I think they're gonna take it. They're not gonna and the four might be too high, right? They might not win that many games. Um, yeah, it's debatable, but I think four is a uh, pretty. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, that's pretty fair. But yeah, the Lakers. So we both have the Lakers, so we just went through the Lakers. So I, I think we're good on that. What who do you have your for your fifth? I have the Warriors as my okay. number five team. Um, so the Warriors didn't make the playoffs, right? They were in the play-in, and they almost made the playoffs, right? They almost beat the Lakers. Uh, that was a really good playing game. That was a really good playing game. Um, but there was injuries on both sides. Yeah. So. But, no, the Warriors are definitely going to take a step forward. They drafted really well. Um, I really like what's what's this kid's name? Um, Moses Moody. A Wiseman's gonna take another step. Yeah, I think right. He Wiseman's should. good. Wiseman's good. He has a lot of potential. Yeah. Just the eye test alone, you could tell he's he has a lot of game. He's smart, the way he plays. Yeah. And he has. I don't know how he's gonna like. If I don't know if he's gonna want to stay and go to the state with. Draymond Green screaming in his ear the whole time. But. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, right? Like. How do you like? Because he's always he was you know number one in high school, a top uh, player in college. I mean, he was what a number two, number three pick in the draft. I mean, he's always been the number one guy. And then you go to team, and then you just got Draymond Green just screaming in your ear, embarrassing you on national TV. Like, um, and there's ways to do it, obviously. But yeah. you could tell you could tell Wiseman like you can tell by his facial expression, he's like kind of uncomfortable, or he's getting kind of annoyed. You can just see it. So, I don't know if he's going to always want to deal with that, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, they I'm sure there were a lot of, like, off-season trade ideas, and I'm sure they definitely packaged James Wiseman in a lot of those trade deals that just didn't go through. Um, but, you know, if he if he's able to kind of, you know, put his head down and, you know, just play and not worry about the other stuff, you know, I'm sure he'll have a better year. 
Um, they got Otto Porter Jr., which I think is a, a good pickup for them. Um, solid 3 and D guy. Kind of, I feel like, not kind of out of his prime, right? Like, he's he yeah. signed, like, a huge contract in, you know, in Washington, and we thought he was going to be, like, really good, and then he just never really amounted to anything. Um, he was good for a little while, but not good enough. Not yeah, for the money. Not for that contract that he got. Exactly. Um, they got Andre Iguodala back, which I think Andre Iguodala can, you know, still give him, like, solid minutes. He's not he likes – he wants to play for them, too. That's the thing. Yeah. So that's a big uh, – it makes a big difference. Yeah, they have a lot of decent wings, a lot of uh, size there. Um, what's this guy's name? Toscano Anderson. He showed a lot of good stuff last year, too. Um, but, yeah, no. And with Clay coming back, he's probably, what, projected to come back like halfway, maybe January, February. Um, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be a lot better. And, I mean, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, right? He's going to average 30 points again. And I don't know if he'll average 30 because of Clay. I feel like Clay's going to yeah, that's true. points. That's true. But he's still going to have, a, like, 20s for sure, bare minimum. Oh, yeah. Ho- probably yeah, high 20s. Yeah. yeah. I got uh, from fifth, I have uh, Dallas. Really? Yeah. I feel like Dallas is – they have a solid team still, and I feel like that, uh, Luka will take at least fifth seed. I think Luka's okay. going to step up his game even more this year. And they just re-signed uh, Tim Hardaway, which yeah, is not I like bad. that. I like that signing. I mean, they, he played for the Hawks, and they and... they signed uh, Reggie Bullock, and that was the only good guy that was that was the only guy making shots in the in the Knicks series. Remember? Yeah. So that's a good uh, addition. We'll see how Porzingis does. Uh, not only that, I feel like they're gonna pick up someone else as well during the first uh, half of the season. I feel like they're gonna pick up another like player. Do a that, trade? Like, yeah, like... to help Luca. They still have Max Kleber and uh, Dwight Powell, so they're not they're not bad whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Trey Burke, Willie Colley Stein. Yeah, they have a solid squad. Yeah, Dorian Finney Smith. So, I actually have the Mavericks as my number eight seed. Okay. Well, um, I ha- I have Golden State a little a lot lower too. A little bit lower. Yeah. So, who I have is my team after that. Uh, you had uh, Mavericks as sixth seed, right? Fifth. Yeah, fifth. Oh, fifth seed. Damn. Yeah, you you had Golden State as fifth, right? Yeah, 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 I did, I did. Yeah, so I have Dallas as fifth. Okay. Because I feel like they're going to be at least fifth. Okay. Um, and yeah, so who do you have as sixth? So, my sixth team now, I have the Clippers. So I think the Clippers are still going to be really good. They're still going to win a lot of games. It's just not going to be the same team without uh, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he's going to be out for the basically the whole year. Hopefully he could come back during the playoffs. But this is really the – and we used to be big Paul George fans, right? I mean, I still want him to do well. He's, still, he's been, I still am a, f- a fan, but he's like, I don't know, so inconsistent. Yeah, he's, you know, the playoff P, like he's become like a meme in the playoffs. Um, yeah, it's pretty annoying. But this is really, you know, his time to shine, right? It's He's not he's not playing second fiddle to Kawhi Leonard. This is his his team, um, and I think I think he's going to play well, right? He, I, I think they're going to be a number six seed in the West. Um, trying to pull up their team here. And they still have a solid squad around them. I mean, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson had a great playoffs. Um, I don't know if he's a. I don't think he's a top ten point guard in the league. Um, but he's at least top fifteen. And you know, when he's hot, he's up there. He um, just a, a really solid point guard. Um, we kind of saw the emergence of Terrence Mann. Um, right. Listener, you know, just a fearless kid. Um, and he, and he's, he's pretty, he's pretty tall too. And just, uh, like a, he could be a pretty good three and D guy before he um, got there. I, I could already tell he had potential, but yeah, he just showed, he had a chance to show in the playoffs and that's what he did. He had that one thirty point game, right. To like secure the series versus Utah jazz. Yeah. He scored like 30 or four, something like that. Something crazy. Yeah. 
Um, Something like that, yeah. And they still they still have uh, Marcus Morris. Is it Marcus or Markeith? Marcus. Marcus Morris. Um, yeah, I think that the Clippers will be a number six seed. I still think that they're able to win a bunch of games um, and still secure like a top six seed in the West. Yeah, I have Clippers as well for six. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you basically just went over it, so. For seventh, I have uh, Warriors. Okay. Yeah, I just feel like you know they need they still need time to like get back on track, and I and that's still a push for them because they were ninth, you know. Oh, for sure. I mean, if they just make the playoffs, that's what they want, right? They they want to just make the playoffs because the Warriors, at the end of the day, they don't care what seating they're in, right? They're same thing with the Lakers. They don't care what seating they're yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. As like, long that, as they're making the playoffs, they're. You know, like I'm pretty dangerous. sure. Let's say they do end up at seventh, and like I said, or like how you, we both said, Suns or Jazz are our our second seed. They're willing to take those odds. Oh, bro! If I'm if I'm a if I'm the Nuggets, Suns, or Jazz, and I'm playing the Warriors or Lakers, like in the first round, I'd hate that. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't want to see those teams. Exactly. In the first round, and we got to see if Clay's going to come back 100. percent You know. So. Yeah. Because we're assuming, right? We're assuming he's going to come back and he's going to be a Clay Thompson he's always been. Mm-hmm. So that definitely and has to I'm be. Giving, I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt with that. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to be at least uh, decent, but at least pretty good making his shots. I don't know if he's going to be like a superstar, but we'll see. Yeah, because uh, I think what what makes Clay, I mean, obviously he's a he's an elite scorer. Um, one of the best shooters in NBA history, mm-hmm. but he's also very good defensively. That's um, the crazy thing about him. Exactly. He guards um, the best guy on the team every time. Yep. He was and, the one guarding Kyrie like every finals versus yeah. Cleveland. So. And we'll see once he comes back from injury, is he going to be that? Is going to be that same, same kind of effectiveness that he was before, like on defense at least. Right. Um, so. He's motivated, have, so yeah, for sure. I mean, he's he hasn't played in like two, three years, so I'm sure he's like itching to get back on the court. Yeah. Uh, Wait, that so was your number seven. seven? No, yeah, who's your seven? I have the Blazers. The Blazers, okay. Yeah, so I have the Blazers as my number seven. Um, <laughs> it sucks. Like, I think out of every player that's in the league, who I want to win a ring. Because uh, I mean, I'm not gonna root for another team. That just it's just weird to do that. But like, if the Hawks are knocked out, um, like I'm like I'm a root for Damian Lillard. Because he's ah, it's just it sucks his situation, right? Yeah. He just does, a, right? he's a bona fide superstar in this league, and there's not a lot of them. He's a I think he's a top five player in the league. Um, top five. Um, that's tough. That's debatable. Yeah, that's tough. Because um, would you put him over Kawhi? Kawhi? Well, is he your number five? Well, number no, one. I mean, LeBron has to be top five, right? KD nah, has nah, to. Be... I don't got LeBron in my top five, bro. Well, well, actually, maybe not anymore. Yeah, not that's anymore. what I mean. It's... He's top ten, though. He's top ten, yeah. Well, I have Giannis in my top five. I got Giannis top five, and I have uh, KD. KD. I have. I'm. I, I'm gonna have to put Jokic in my top five right now, bro. Yeah, that's that's fair. But who do you, who do you not? Lillard. Curry. Unless we're not thinking of somebody, but he's top five. Let me see. But no, the uh, I mean he could be fifth. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they just they didn't make they didn't make any offseason moves, right? That's that's why. Wait, wait, would you put Damian Lillard over over uh, Luca or Kawhi? Would you put him over any of those two? That's the question. I'd put him over Luca, but not Kawhi. Yeah, I can't put, put him over Kawhi. Not yeah, yet. I can't put him over Kawhi. So maybe top six. 
And, but, and the only reason I'd give to Lillard is if, like, over Luka, is if last season, not not this upcoming season, bro. I think Luka's going to take a, a step, like, another step to yeah. greatness. So, I just feel like, even though, <laughs> that's the crazy part, Lillard is so uh, clutch. But, like, when Luka has the ball, bro, you just feel so comfortable, like, so secure. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see, though. Luka has a lot of potential. I mean, he's a, you know, it's really his league, right? I mean, I really think once, um, and I mentioned the first podcast I made, like, once LeBron retires, once uh, KD um, comes a little bit older, is not as effective as he is now. I mean, it's Giannis's league, right? Giannis and Luka, right? I think um, Trey's going to run the East with Giannis. Yeah, like, I mean, I hope so. But he has that potential. He has that potential. Yeah, he does. Um, Especially with the with our team overall. It's hard not to be. We just can't be biased with our team. Well, that that's what I mean. Like it's, but it's exciting though. It's you know that's why I'm not like because we, I mean, we've been watching the Hawks for so years for so long, right? And this yeah. is the first time we could. I mean, maybe not first time, but like we really have a chance to you know to win a ring. Maybe not next year, but at least contend for the next couple years, right? Um, just because we have the best young core in the league. It's just, you know, it's just up to, you know, the players to keep progressing in the front office. not to. And I feel like our young core is going to keep getting better. Yeah, as, no long as, the, yeah as long as the front office doesn't fuck things up, uh, I think we're definitely poised to, um, to be really like a championship contender. Uh, but my my seventh seed, I have the Trailblazers, like I was saying. Um, it's just they didn't really make a lot of offseason moves. Um, they're basically the same team. I mean, I'm look I'm looking at their roster right now. I don't really see anyone new. Um, I think they I think they saw. Oh yeah, Ben Mclemore. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's that's a good pickup. Yeah, I mean, he's not he's not gonna be he's not gonna make you a championship contender. But that is he's a solid three uh, and D guy. He's a good shooter. Yeah, definitely, definitely good, good three uh, and D guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just have to see what. Because I mean, the, I think Damian Lillard is good enough, and we've seen it. Like he's been to a Western Conference Finals. Um, like he's good enough to to take a team to a Finals. Like he's that potent offensively. Like he's just he's crazy. He's a he's he's a bona fide superstar, and there's not a lot of those in the league. Um, but he definitely needs the help, right? Um, he definitely needs help. Hopefully, CJ McCollum has a better year. Nurkic has a better year. I just feel like uh, Damian Lillard's hungrier than his teammates. That's what it feels like sometimes. Oh, for sure. His teammates I mean, don't take it. Or he seems like he's hungry for the championship, and the, some of his other teammates don't really. It doesn't look like they have that same hunger. So yeah. They need to put at least another player or someone with the same mentality that he does because that's what he needs right now. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, um, you have to at least have, like, a superstar on your team to win a championship, and they have that. They just have to – and I think that's what the Hawks did so well is that they kind of built a team. And, that, and that's the difference between our organization and the Trailblazers and what they failed to do is to kind of build a team that suits Damian Lillard well, right? Um, Our team is literally built around Trey. Exactly. It's uh, obvious. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully they do something. I mean, if I had a route for a team in the West, um, you know, for them to, you know, win a championship, it would be the Trailblazers. Um, if, I had, if, I, if I had a route for one, I think it would probably be Clippers. Yeah, just because I like I I want to see Paul George win a a, a ring. Or I mean that well, and, and he has a chance, right? He has a chance next year with Kawhi being down. And, to I, really and I like prove. Kawhi too. Yeah, I love Kawhi. He's I mean, top five player. I mean, he's a a, a superstar. So it's it's kind of his it's his chance to be like okay, well, you know, make people remember like oh, I'm actually I can be a top ten player in the league. But I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Out of the top eight, I probably love watching. Out of all those eight, 
I love watching Dallas play the most just because of Luka. He's that crazy. Oh, man, he's he's entertaining, bro. I mean, he really almost beat the Clippers single-handedly. And he, and, the, and the sad thing is, I know we're going to face him. I, I have a weird gut feeling that we're going to face him in the finals multiple times. Well, can you imagine that storyline? Exactly. You got the the two picks that were traded for each other. They're, they're just destined to their to whole meet, career. Bro. They're destined to meet, right? That's what it feels like. So, and, and I and the, like fan bases usually don't like 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 Dallas fan base talks shit about Trey all, all the time. I see it in comments all the time. They just yeah. like to shit talk Trey. Lucas better, whatever, and that's fine. But like from this side, I actually love watching uh, Luca play, and I love watching Trey play, obviously. But other than the Hawks, I I definitely love watching Luca play. No, and, for uh, sure. I mean, if yeah. and that and that just because there's gonna, I think honestly, like those comments, like people just talking shit. I just think it's like twelve year old kids, like on their iPhone, just you know, just being dickheads. But I think like real fans of the sport, real fans of the NBA, like they they like seeing like Luca's, uh, Luca Doncic is like watching them play like super at a high level. Like they're you're just gonna be entertained regardless of what's happening. I mean, yeah, you're not your team might not be playing. But it's still what you're witnessing is not an an ordinary thing, right? You're you're seeing something that's um, extraordinary, right? Right. Um, something that you don't see um, in terms, all the time. In terms, of, in terms of point guards, I feel like it's gonna be Luca and Trey running the league in like let's say about five years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean they're definitely positioned. Um, to do so, right? Now, there's – and I, I think that would be a good podcast to make next, like, um, top point guards because it's it's the most skilled position in the league, um, uh, the hardest position in the league by far. Um, really like, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, best point guards. Because like, I really like Darian Fox, and I think Darian Fox in the right team can also be, like, one of those kind of players, right? Like a like a Luka Doncic, like a Trey Young. Um, I still think their ceiling is high. Are those two players are have a higher ceiling than uh, Fox? But he, he just doesn't. He can't make the tough shots that Luka does. Oh well, Luka's on in a class of his own. Like Luka's, and, then, and he's not a good as good of a playmaker as Trey. Yeah. I mean, I think those guys are just in the league of their own. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, and they, shit, like, he what? doesn't have a deep ball like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where? Shit, we're getting sidetracked. Where are we in our standings, bro? I forgot. Eighth. 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 You said number. Yeah, you said number seven is uh, Trailblazers. I said number seven was uh, Warriors. For me, and my eighth is actually Blazers. Trailblazers. Okay. So, so it's not too far from yours. Yeah. Um, so who I have is my eighth seed is the Mavericks. So let me explain why I have them so low. So last year they were a, what, a sixth seed? Fifth seed. Fifth seed. Um, I just don't think with the team that they have, um, I don't think Luka has enough help. Now, I do think that, I mean, Luka, Luka Doncic like has a P next year. Um, out of any any player, um, like as far as like Vegas odds, um, right? And you know he'll probably win MVP. I mean he's he's that good, but I just I don't really think that the signings that they made um, or like new players. Like I love the Hardaway Junior signing. I mean I I think he's really good, a really good shooter, uh, someone that could bail out Luca in um, some situations, uh, and someone that we've seen in person, right? Someone that we've seen. Um, play because um, he used to play for the Hawks and he, he's he was more pretty, polished now yeah he's more polished they have um, Maxi Kleber too who shoots threes and is a power forward they have Reggie Bullock with a new signing like I that was their kind of like star signing right that that was right. kind of their Reggie Bullock and I mean they were trying to get somebody else but they it just didn't work out I yeah guess. hopefully if Porzingis plays to better then they have a better chance 
And so I think I, I think they're going to trade Porzingis. I don't think that Porzingis makes it to the trade deadline. I think they get rid of him. Um, yes, yeah, and, and they could get something good for him, right? Because Porzingis, right. Porzingis is really good, really good. It's just that he doesn't like being second fiddle to Luka Doncic, and he said it outright. <laughs> he doesn't like his role with the team, and. You don't want that. Like, as an organization, you don't want one of your players saying that. But kind of outside looking in, to me, what that sounds like is he wants to be that guy, right? He does, the like... The thing is, I've uh, he complains that Luca basically ball hogs so much. And and it's fair because I've seen it. But, but he... That, it's Luca. Like exactly, it, it's Luca. That's the thing. It, that's that's what makes it. That's what makes it tough. Is that it's. I mean, it, we're talking about Luca Doncic here. Of course, he, yeah. I want the ball in his hand, and that's why. It's because Porzingis used to be the number one option. Exactly, and and that's why I think because I think they're gonna. He's gonna trade him. He will get traded, and who's to say who they're gonna get from him? That's why. And Luca Doncic, we already know what like the. Um, the issues he's had, um, he's had with the uh, the front office, the coaching staff. I mean, they just got r- rid of um, Carlisle and they just signed Jason Kidd, which I hated. That I don't, I don't like think I don't think Jason Kidd should be a head coach in the NBA. No, but put it this way: what what's the difference between this team and last year's team? Because I see it in a similar position as last year with the with the, like the the role players they have. Yeah. And Luca still made fifth seed convincingly, and I think he's gonna get even better. And I mean, he, I, and he needed more shooters, and they signed Reggie Bullock, and I feel like they're gonna add another one too. Yeah, they signed JJ Redick. I mean, he's thirty seven years old, but that, that's kind of funny he's, that they signed. He's him. still nice though. Yeah. I don't know. He still... I, I wasn't sure if he, he if he for sure got signed, but. But if they did sign him, then that's a good pickup because he's yeah. a good. Uh, he's definitely one of the best shooters in the NBA, to say the least. Yeah. Um, but that's all he does. But yeah. that's what they well, need. In, in this stage of his career, I mean, that's what he's gonna be doing for the most part. He's gonna be taking yeah. those um, off-screen threes. Yeah, uh, that's what he needs, though. But I mean, I think what I think why I have him lower than what they. I mean, it's basically the same team. And they added Reggie Bullock, which, I mean, it's a good pickup from them. I just don't think with what's going on internally from that team, and, and that's what I said about the um, uh, about the 76ers in my first podcast, why I had them, because they were a number one seed, why I had them, I had them as a fifth seed uh, um, kind of go lower was because of the in-team stuff, like all the, all the bullshit that's not basketball. Um, that's why I have him as low, uh, just because of that added shit. Um, which I mean, they can be higher. Like, I think the Mavericks are also a team that you don't want to see as like a first round. Um, Here's the thing, opponent. Luca has lost twice in the playoffs already, and he's almost beat those teams and their top top tier teams. And I just feel like he's not going to lose in the first round anymore. If he's a if if they're a fifth seed, because you have them as a fifth seed, right? Yeah. Who do you have them? Who's your fourth seed? Mine are Lakers, but you know, like <laughs> obviously, like yeah, no, no, we'll who see knows it. if it's gonna yeah. end up like that? But honestly, I, it's hard to pick Luca losing three times in a row in the first yeah, round. Yeah, but that's how good Luca is, right? That's how good yeah. that is. Um, that you just can't see him losing. Like that's why they have now. Some people Not think that third. they're. Yeah, some people think that they have like the Mavericks have somehow they'll find a way into the finals. I don't think that at all. Like they're they're a good team, and that's only because of Luca. You take Luca off that team, they're a lottery squad. Like they, you know what I mean? That that's how good Luca is. You take him in off the, that in team, the West. Yeah, they are in the in the East. They're like a ninth or tenth, possibly. Well, maybe last year. I don't. I don't think so. This year, I think they're. Because the uh, East got a lot better, but yeah. let me see. But yeah, that's that's my one through eight. 
I have Nuggets as my number one, Suns, Jazz, Lakers, Warriors, Clippers, Blazers, and then Mavericks as my eighth seed. Right. Yeah. And I have, uh, I think I said Denver, Utah, Phoenix, uh, Lakers, Dallas. My sixth was Clippers, seventh was Golden State, and eighth was Blazers. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, our, I feel like our lists are pretty, pretty similar. I, the only, the only outlier is where you have the Mavericks and where I have the Mavericks. And that's just debatable. And so Warriors too. Oh, and the Warriors too. Yeah. I think the Warriors will be a little bit better. Um, But we get to look back on these predictions later on. Yeah. 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 So, so it should be fun to see if, if we were accurate or if any of us predicted the right seed, you know? Right. Who do you have as your playing teams? I didn't even think about it, but if I had a pick, um, Memphis, obviously, for Wes. Okay. Because they were the eighth seed last year, and yeah. I feel like they can make that push. Uh, my my, If I had to pick 10th, uh, it would probably be uh, the Pelicans. Yeah, that's exactly my playing team. It's Grizzly Pelicans, 9-10. Okay. Yeah, they have a lot of potential. I, and, and they can steal an eighth seed, to be honest. Well, that's in – I well – I, I don't know if we've talked about it, but Zion is coming to Atlanta, bro. I hope so. <laughs> I, and it's a good possibility. It's a, it's possibility. a good possibility. Like, it just – I hope we don't trade for him. I hope that it, he – it's a free agent signing right. and not, like, an actual trade because so that way we don't, you know, trade away assets. But right. Zion is – I mean, he's crazy. I mean, he's the, he's the closest thing to – well, I guess with Giannis, the closest thing to Shaq that we've seen, right? The way he, the way he, he is kind of like unstoppable when he drives. Yeah. Um, because we see that with Giannis. I mean, he fucking put up fifty points in a game. He's just so much finals. shorter than Shaq. That's the thing. Yeah, but he has that same type of like dominant uh, inside presence that Shaq has. He's so strong, like Shaq. Yeah. He's that strong. He pushes everybody. And he's the quick way. too. He's quick. Like if yeah. he if he really develops like a pretty consistent like mid range jumper, I think um, I think his game just would just be really would do really well here in Atlanta with this type of team. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's kind of setting up the dynasty, right? Like if he comes over here. Oh, if that if he comes over here, in my opinion, and and this is <laughs> and I know I'm, I'm not even to be honest, I'm not biased. I, I'm more realistic. Like when I was younger, I was more biased. Like I thought we were gonna win every year or something. Yeah. Like like some super unrealistic realistic expectations. But yeah, now just like, losing the first round like every year, but like, or second round every <laughs> or year. Or second round, know? yeah. It was second round every year. Um, but no, I feel like if he were to come here, we're a championship team. Especially in the East. Yeah. We almost uh, if you think about it, we almost beat the Bucks this year. And we had more injuries than the Bucks. Hunter wasn't even playing it all season. And Reddish played the last game or something like that. We, and adding Zion to that, and our team would be more mature by then. So we'd have better chemistry. Our our role players would be better. Our young, our young core would be better. You bring Zion into that, and that's like – I don't see how that wouldn't be a championship team. Yeah. We're making the Eastern Conference Finals. I know I know there's a lot of injuries this season, but we still made the Eastern Conference Finals with just this team and it and we had so many injuries. So Right. And that just that just goes to show how how good Zion can be. And that's why I have him um as a possible or have him <laughs> have the Pelicans uh, as a play in play in team. I really like the um they got Jonas Valanciunas. I like him so much better than uh, Steve Adams. I mean, Steve Adams is not like, – he's he's a decent center. He plays his role well. He plays his role well, but I think Jonas is going to bring a different type of um, like offensive ability right, um, yeah, to that team. To his game, yeah. Um, it's because Steve Adams is getting kind of old now. Yeah. And they he had, just looks stiff. Yeah, they had a really good draft too. Like I really like Trey Murphy. Yeah. Um, Six eight, uh, small forward, power forward from Virginia. I mean, I, I think that was one of the better uh, draft picks that they got. He he could be really good, but the issue with that is that Zion wants to win now, right? Like Zion doesn't want to, you know, keep getting lottery picks and 
and oh, this guy will be good in two, three years. Um, they already messed up with Anthony Davis, right? The Pelicans organization um, has just been so god awful right. throughout They're the hard- years. I mean, they they fucked up with Chris Paul, you know, and they and they built decent teams around Chris Paul, right? With the uh, um, Pages Stockovich, uh, David West. Um, so they had good teams with him. It just they weren't they weren't able to win, and it, it was tough to win in that Western Conference. Uh, during that time, and then they they get a, you know, they get Anthony Davis. The best they could do is Demarcus Cousins, and that was just awful. Um, right. So I don't, I just can't see them somehow being able to convince Zion to stay. Yeah, I don't see it either. Like the the one thing he asked for, the one thing he was like, um, that I want, like. He even out outward said it. He was like, "I want Lonzo back." He said, and, "Yeah." He 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 kept saying he hopes he stays. And, exactly, and they couldn't sign him. And I mean, if I'm Lonzo, I don't want to fucking be on in the on the Pelicans. And it's because Stan Van Gundy was trying to change his game as well. Yeah, I mean, just an awful head coach too. I think they got they got a decent head coach. I have no idea who he is, but anyone besides Stan, Stan Van Gundy is gonna be is gonna be good. He's so um, one-dimensional with his coaching, so yeah, it's just not going to work. Um, and Brandon Ingram can still be really good. Um, it just—I mean, he scored. I'm looking at the stats right now. He scored 23, uh, 23.8, and then five and five as far as rebounds and assists. Um, and he's only twenty-four, right? He could still be. Um, he could. I don't know. I don't even think he's ever been an All-Star. Like to me, if I think he's he has, a, yeah. Oh, he has been an All Star. Um, but I mean that. I don't know. I don't know if Brandon Ingram's enough for Zion to stay. But I definitely think it's enough. That team um, will be enough to be like a a play in, um, a play in team. I just Stephen Adams was actually twenty eight. I forgot he was actually young. Yeah, Stephen Adams not not too. Him and AD are super young still. Yeah. Um, and then the Grizzlies. Well, I got the Grizzlies as nine, and then Pelicans as ten. Um, I mean, John Morant, John Morant is going to be really good. I mean, he already is really good, um, but he definitely has the um, the ability to become a superstar in this league. Um, I agree. And he we'll, has uh, he has he has Dylan Brooks with him. He has. Uh, I really like Dylan Brooks. Yeah, like Dylan Brooks is one of those like Marcus Smart type players. Like one of those guys that's gonna, you know, give everything think, they have. I think Stephen um, Adams fits more better with Grizzlies and Pelicans. Yeah, I think it was a win for both of those teams. Yeah, like because he, they he, they get uh he plays his role more where Valanciunas kind of wanted the ball more. You could tell. Yeah. And rightfully um, so, because he had, his post game is crazy. Yeah. So. So I think both definitely both of those teams are going to benefit from that trade. Um. Well, we'll have to see because the Grizzlies, I think the Grizzlies have the chance to be a higher seed, possibly a seventh or eighth. But I think what's going to determine that is how good Jaron Jackson uh, plays this next season. Um, now, Jaron Jackson, for me, has showed has shown sparks, right, um, that he could be really good, right, like an all-star type player. But he, right. you know, he hasn't really put it all together yet. Um, like if, if he, if he can average like 18 and eight or something like that. And, you know, obviously John Morant keeps playing at the level he is. Um, and Dylan Brooks, he's improving. He's already and Dylan, Exactly. Dylan Brooks is also uh super young. I mean, he's not super young. I think he's like 24, 25, something like that. They still um, have a yeah, solid group. Yeah. I definitely think that they can, um, definitely be like a seventh or eighth seed. Jared Jackson um, is very inconsistent. Yeah, exactly. Um, like but, if he, if he, and he's still he's still young. Like if he could somehow figure it out um, and have like a better season next year, um, I definitely could see them as a higher seed. Um, for sure. But for right now, I definitely have them as a number nine, number ten seed, um, a play-in team. Um, my other teams, I have a, I have the Wolves in this order: Wolves, Spurs, Rockets, Thunder's. I mean. 
Rockets or Spurs, Rockets, Thunder are definitely going to be lottery teams. They're they're not going to sniff the play in. Um, it yeah, it sucks with that. the Wolves because, and that's another player that I might think might come to the Hawks is Anthony Davis or Anthony Davis, Car Anthony Towns. Um, just because Car Anthony Towns, I think, is a top twenty player in the league. And just because of the team has been on, I mean, literally the same team, right? With a different type of player. Although KG was way better than Car Anthony Towns will ever be. Yeah. Um, but kind of similar stories, right? Just a just a, a perennial All Star uh, forward, center, whatever. Um, that just was, you know, on a bad team. Although KG made. Multiple playoffs with the the Timberwolves, won an MVP. Um, but Car Anthony Towns, like he just he just needs to be on a better team in a better situation. Like he's not. Yeah. I think if he's on the right team, he can you know he could be really good, um, a lot better. Um, Anthony Edwards, I think has superstar upside. I really like Anthony Edwards. Like, I, I think he should have won Rookie of the Year. He has a lot of potential. Um, I still feel like LaMelo played a little better, but with his injury. Yeah, well, that's why I thought, because with LaMelo getting injured, I don't know if he, you know. Yeah, it's debatable, to be honest. But, um, but they definitely they definitely picked the right guy um, in Anthony Edwards. Um, yeah, he's a Georgia sure. guy, so I definitely, I definitely, I'm gonna root for him throughout his career. And who knows um, if he will actually stay there? Yeah, but that's the thing. Like that's this is what, um, this is what these type of organizations struggle with, right? They get lottery picks, and they sometimes nail it, um, and they nailed it with Carl Anthony Towns, but they just, I don't think Carl Anthony Towns has ever made the playoffs. How old is How old is he? I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe he's time. 25 years old, and I don't think he's been in the NBA for six years, and I don't think they've made it a playoffs one time. And I, I mean, they're in the Western Conference, like I get that, but like that's just that's just crazy to me. Um, and that what that means is that you're constantly getting um, lottery picks, right? You're constantly getting uh, made, high picks. They made the playoffs one time. One time against uh, Houston. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, and if they could somehow, you know, somehow figure it out, because um, if not, Anthony Edwards or Carol Anthony Towns is going to leave, and then you know, Anthony Edwards is not going to be is going to be right behind him. Um, if they don't make the you know get the right players and you know build around their two young superstars or uh, young stars. In uh, right. Edwards and Towns. Yeah. But, Edwards um, has a lot of potential. Yeah. I, I think him and Lamelo have a, a lot of potential. Yeah. It's definitely it's definitely going to be fun to see those two players um, kind of develop throughout the years. Um, kind of what we're seeing with Luca and, and Trey, right? Um, right. Now, I don't think they're going to be as good as those guys, you know, but definitely going to be fun to see. The only, the only thing with Trey and Luke is that they were traded for each other, so it's a more yeah, it's it's more a more interesting headline. Yeah. Like, it's more interesting story. Um, but yeah, it's definitely going to be cool to see what Anthony Edwards can do in the future. Yeah, but yeah, bro. Um, I th- yeah, that's all of them, right? Yeah, that's all the. I mean, I guess we could talk about. I mean, I don't think the Spurs are really interesting. Dejounte Murray is cool, but the Rockets and Thunder. I mean, they're. When we talk about young cores. I mean, Jalen Green's gonna be really good. I think the Rockets. I mean, the Rockets had the best draft. I want to see wh- how you know Kevin Porter Jr. and and Jalen Green play together. That'd be pretty fun to see. Yeah, they're gonna be a good, a fun team to watch. Um, Definitely going to be a lot of turnovers and 
and bad shots. But I mean, that's I mean, that's Probably what happens. When have, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely gonna see some some cool stuff from them. Um, they're rebuilding, thunder. so it's it's appropriate. It's just yeah, I mean, hopefully they imagine them getting Chet. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. That'd be that'd be a squad right there. I'm looking um, forward to the season, though. I'm super excited. Yeah. Who do you have as like a? Who do you have as your Western Conference team to make it out of the West? Um, damn, it's tough. It's tough. Probably if, Lakers, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say like if if the Lakers just somehow are able to stay healthy, I just I can't see not in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Not in the playoffs. Like I just can't see um any other team in the West in a seven game series beating them four times, right? If they're healthy, a healthy and they're uh, gonna Lakers play good team. defense. Yeah. They have um, two two defensive centers too. Yeah. Um but yeah, the Lakers are definitely a team to beat. They're just—I just don't see them as um, a top three team in the regular season. They're just gonna—they're gonna rest a lot of their players. They're not gonna try to go crazy in the regular season. Um, like they could honestly be an eight seed and they could still make it to the finals. Yep. Like they don't. Um, who's your like your dark horse finals pick? Mm. Like not the Lakers. Because it, it's 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 this is destined to be a Lakers Nets and like the whole world wants to see it, right? I would want to see that. Yeah. Um, but maybe Clippers, bro. Really, you got the Clippers to make the finals? Yeah, that's if a good Kawhi, pick. If, that's if a good Kawhi's pick. healthy, yeah, if Kawhi's Kawhi. back, yeah, that's a good pick. If Kawhi's healthy, if Kawhi's not healthy, then probably not. Yeah. That's a good pick. I like that. That's not bad. What about you? Um, it's not really like a dark horse. And that's just off um, the head, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I haven't I haven't really thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really a dark horse cuz I mean, I, there's still like a top team in the West, but probably the Suns. I could see them going back to the to the finals. Um they got they got so close, right? They were two games away from winning the whole thing, like and then these are these are young players that were so close to that moment. Um, but, I, but will they be able to beat Lakers this time? Ooh. Because they, they almost lost to the Lakers without, without AD. Without AD, exactly. Um, but that's the thing, though. Like, I think that the Suns are going to get better. Like, um, they'll be a better team than they were last year. And, you know, that, that could be the Western Conference final. The thing the, about Lakers Depending on they... the seedings, right? Like, if it's a – if it's two four, the way I have it is two four, like the Suns Lakers. Then they're they won't see each other until the Western Conference Final. Um, so it really depends on the seating, but that I I could see that as the Western Conference Final for sure. The good thing about Lakers is that you know they're gonna get offense from somewhere, right? But you look at their defense. You know Russ is a great defender. He's probably one of the best uh, point point guard defenders in in history. Yeah, Le- LeBron could defend. AD can defend. You know, Dwight always defends well because he's super tall and huge. Yeah. So they have a really good defensive team. That's a, that's what I think is going to separate them in the playoffs from most teams. Yeah, know? they just have to stay healthy. Like exactly. they, that's the that's the key. It's it's staying healthy. Um, right. Because you know, if AD doesn't go down, like, are we talking about? You know the Lakers winning back-to-back titles. Like who knows? Another thing, if if Kawhi's healthy, our Suns going to the playoffs. Exactly. I mean, and, in the finals, probably not. Yeah, but and um, I talked about this in my first podcast was just that that it was such a short off season that just led to you know, just a bunch of injuries. Um, and that's that's another thing that I'm excited about that is that it's a regular off season. There's enough time for players to rest. Also, the and, games were uh, closer. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. Um, that was the main thing. So it's just a condensed season, um, less off-season time, and we don't have to worry about that. I mean, I, I, injuries are going to happen, especially when you're fucking 40 or 48 years old, like these Lakers players. But I'm 48 if, if they're able to, if they're able to stay healthy, I mean, the Lakers are, you know, they're destined to make the finals. But um, it's not going to be easy because a lot of these teams in the West are are definitely capable of beating the Lakers. Yeah, and not only that, if they see the Nets. So that's going to be a war. Like they're not going to beat them easily. Yeah, like I have the Nets. For well, me, uh, the Nets are the best team in the NBA. Um, but here's the thing: if Nets, if if Lakers go to the finals and Nets don't meet them there, I think they take it. Oh, for sure. There's not there's not a team in the um, East in the East them. that can beat the La- uh, a full strength Lakers team. I can't see yeah, it. Exactly. Exactly. And that was LeBron there and, and Carmelo and AD and Russ and all them. Yeah. Nah, I doubt it. But we'll see. I guess. Yeah. It's gonna be fun to watch. Yes. I'm excited. Like it's like thirty, I think like thirty eight, thirty seven days left until the start of the season. Right. And we could actually watch basketball and actually like you know, talk about the games. Yeah. So that would be definitely that would that'll be super fun. I can't wait. Facts. Um but yeah, is there anything else you wanted to uh to talk about? I'm not sure. I we should probably think of a topic to talk about next for for our next podcast. Well, I mean, if you wanted, we could um, – because I went over kind of like my East standings and stuff. Like if you wanted to go over like your point of view, um, like what you think about that. Um, I also like the idea of like ranking, um, you know, the best point guards of the league. I think that would be a good one. Um, yeah, we could definitely do that. If you want, we can do that next podcast since this one's already pretty long. Yeah. I could give you my my eight, and then we could uh, talk about the top point guards. Yeah, I like that idea. But and appreciate... if, we have time, if we have time, we could do top shooting guards as well. Oh, yeah. That will be a good one, too. Um, yeah. But appreciate so you just... for coming, coming on, brother. Yes, sir. Um, Anytime, bro. Definitely – Went over a lot of stuff, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's always fun. It's always fun talking about basketball, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's, I can't. I can't imagine life without basketball. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, but, brother. You take care. Yeah, bro. It was uh, a pleasure. See you next time, bro. See you next time, brother. All right, brother. Peace.